everyone, and thank you for taking the time to listen to us here at the Lazy Train Heavy Metal Podcast. As always, I'm Clyde. I'm going to be your conductor. Uh, what could I, what, what is my title, guys? Engineer? Uh, oh, sweet Jesus. I like that. Engineer. As always, with me is Brady. Hello, hello. And I'm going to try it. And Cameron. Hey, Hudley. Copyright infringement at 29 seconds. In your podcast. <laughs> If there's any lawyer that listens to this podcast and you're in pro bono work, let me know because this is probably going to end there. The and pro it, bono is a very important part of that the, Exactly, exactly. Because the money that we make off of this will not pay the bills. Which is none. <clears throat> exactly. Um, first off, let's go ahead and do a little bookkeeping, if you will. www.thelazytrain.com or the, depending on where you're from is our website. It has all the things that we're going to talk about just now on there. But you know what? We're going to give it to you for free. Both, actually, what I'm fixing to say and the website. Yeah, you're welcome. One of the coolest things we're ever going to do to date is this Sunday, we're going to have a chat with Tobias from the worm from the band Wormwood. They're based in Sweden. They have an album Wait, that Sweden? comes out. Sweden? What? Sweden? <laughs> Sweden. Sweden. <laughs> wow. Judge much. Um, <laughs> we're going to do a special edition podcast just to interview him on Sunday. Hopefully we'll get that done and out of the way and we can get it on the web as quick as humanly possible. The cool thing to go along with that, we're going to give away their vinyl album. They have their latest re release is, and I'm hoping I'm pronouncing this correctly. Nav not a vet. You know what? You can go to a website. There's a link directly <laughs> to it. That's it reads properly. What, what's like what's important? What is important is you tried. Exactly. I give it the old college try. What's really important is you can get that vinyl. You can listen to it right now. Go to YouTube. If you click on the link on the website, it takes you directly to a Google search, and you can go to their web. You can go to the website. You can go to their their pages and they also can check it out on youtube i listened to the whole album uh, there's seven or eight songs on there and it's really good you know it's i, I like them a lot not just because we're going to have tobias he's a guitarist for them not just because of that because it's good music yeah see like tobias i've known him for quite a while man he's he is definitely uh one of the coolest dudes that i know um, I've known him present probably, company accepted, uh, right? I mean, <laughs> we'll have a chat about that later, but, um, <laughs> oh, man. but uh, my own podcast, but yeah, no, I mean, I've known him for uh, nearing, nearing a decade, I think. And, uh, we've just been kind of like Skype pen pals for ever. And, uh, so yeah, no, it, it'll be cool, cool to kind of get, get to chat with him and, uh, kind of pick his brain and, and, uh, you know, the culture that's in awesome. Sweden yeah, is always that, that's fun gonna, to hear Yeah, they, they've got a huge heavy metal culture there. Um, since we've always, we like to bring up the, the, the genre, what would you consider Wormwood as genre-wise? Oh, man. Um, and the reason why I say that is when, I, when you first told me about this and I looked them up, they had like nine different genres or sub-genres of, of, of metal that they would fall under. And I'm like, okay, you know. Pick one, you know, pick a lane, but they didn't obviously let me just point that out. They did not pick that out. This was probably a Wikipedia entry from, from, from four or five guys who got bored on a Friday night. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's, it, it's pretty ubiquitous. It can be, it could be really whatever. Um, 
like, uh, like melodic I, black metal i think melodic black into death metal it's a lot of stuff yeah hey we're gonna talk about genres here a little bit more i kind of want i kind of want to hear from the hear, hear from tobias on what that is so we'll have we'll to, let him we'll have to tune us. in we're on sunday him, yeah. and hear about that yeah yeah we're gonna I, I was interested about that do you when you started when you were in your band cam did you guys say this is what we're gonna be or did you play music and say you know what we sound like this you know it, it's interesting it kind of evolved over time so like when when we first started um i think there was that in mind like okay we want to be like the next metallica or whatever and but the, not necessarily be, be, ever. Be, yeah not necessarily be thrashy or anything because we weren't really thrashy we were more metalcore um you know progressive metal i think was what they were trying to call it but i'm like what the fuck does progressive metal mean i don't even know what that means but uh, i know there's bands that fall under that genre but really i just think it's kind of a just a just a name but i don't know progressive metal is a fusion genre melding heavy metal and progressive rock that combines the loud aggression and amplified guitar driven sound of the former with the more experimental cerebral or pseudo-classical compositions of the latter. The music typically showcases the extreme technical proficiency of the performers and usually uses unorthodox harmonies as well as complex rhythms with frequent meter changes and intense syncopation. Um, but no, we were... I, I really wanted to be like Slayer back then. When I first started, I was like, man, I, I everything is Slayer. Um, but I, I, I progressed more towards like melodic death metal so we became a bit more of a fusion we were more of our own thing you could draw comparisons and and influences so i guess you could say um metalcore uh meets melodic death metal in a sense um that that's pretty much how i would describe it and kind of where all of our heads were at as far as what we were listening to and what we were influenced by so it's it's not a we're going in to make a new metal band it's we got a band and this is what we like, and it sounds a little bit like A, B, and C. Okay. Yeah, and you, you got to think. That's how I always figured. That's how I always kind of figured. I, I can't see someone sitting down, you know what? Melodic death metal. I mean, maybe that's how it works. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not a musician, which, which dis, we discussed this quite frequently. I'm not a musician by any stretch of the imagination. So, but that's cool. But we you know we're going to ask Tobias about that on Sunday, and we'll get some knowledge. Yeah, it, it um, really it really depends on the band. There are some bands that sit down and go, "We want to be specifically this genre," and then there are some bands who are like, "I don't know, we just want to make the music we want to make." Yeah, yeah, and it, and it yeah. kind of evolves over time too, depending on the band. It's like they'll mm -hmm. find their sound. Like, look at System of a Down, for instance. Um, I know we've talked about them a little bit, but they they are. I mean, what new metal? I guess you can call them that, but really, they they are the, kind of their own thing. If yeah. you think about it, there's a lot of bands that are like that. They're like, yeah, they're kind of death metal, but they're, they're really more their own thing. Or, or yeah, they're thrash metal, but they're really more their own thing. You know, <laughs> and then some bands that works in reverse, where they start off and they're really unique, and you're like, that's awesome, and then they become generic. A trait yeah. you, I'm looking at you, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that I mean that that exact thing applies. I think look at Metallica, who's one of my favorite bands. Um, look at Kill 'Em All, and you jump maybe not um, the last the last release from their last album, but um, Hardwired to Self Destruct. No, how Hardwired to Self Destruct was their last one was their last tour. That was a lot more like some of their old stuff. But you know some of the, the stuff after like the Black Album, that wasn't as thrashy. 
But you know, I, I, I mentioned yeah. people were you know, oh, they, they took my childhood. That's you no, know, that's their music. It's just like well, yeah, when they redid they, Star Wars. I don't want to hear they re, they took my. That's that's their music. That's their movies. Get it, please. If that's all your childhood was, I apologize for everybody. Um, next up, we got a really cool thing going on. Album Deathmatch. Album Deathmatch. What you're going to do, if you check it out on our website, and the link's right up there on the top, what we're going to do is we're going to do an album deathmatch, one album to rule them all. What we want to do, you send us a list, and there's a link to it right there. You can literally just drop your drop an email address, drop your 10 albums from 1 to 10. We're going to do it March Madness style. Once we get you know a minimum of 32 albums, more or less, we're going to create brackets and we're going to separate them from one to 16 on one side, one to 16 to the other. And then what we'll do is we'll put that particular matchup for the week. And then the winner, they move on until we crown the heavy metal champion of that particular album. And again, the cool thing is whatever that album is, whoever's list is closest to that, those final 10 albums, you'll get that number one album. I'll purchase, purchase that myself. We'll figure out a way to get it to you. If you're local, we'll might do a meet and greet or something like that. Once all this other crazy stuff is out of the way, if you're not, then we'll, then we'll mail it to you, but you'll get whatever that number one album is, or you know what, an album of your choice. If you might not like that number one album, whatever is one of those in that top 10. And by the way, I don't send CDs. You're getting vinyl. Suck it up, buttercup. Also, <laughs> one more thing to mention uh, website-wise. Um, if you'll notice on the very top, there's a link for liner notes. What we're going to try to start doing uh, approximately a couple of two days, maybe after we get the we get the podcast released, we're going to have uh, bands and things like that that we mention on the podcast on that liner notes. You can go onto that page that say, oh, they mentioned a band, you know, blah, blah, blah. There'll be a link to it. You can go to the band, maybe their Wikipedia page. If we mentioned a specific album, there'll be a link somewhere that you can take a look at that if you want to go listen to it yourself. So with that being said, anybody got anything they want to mention about that? Uh, I think the album deathmatch thing. Would you say album deathmatch or just band? Well, I said album, album. deathmatch. Yeah, it's the, album. A, a, album, particular, okay. not a band, but a particular album. Well, I think that so, I think that's going to be really exciting because I, you know, I, I always like looking at those for like you know sometimes you'll see on like IGN like different character breakdowns or whatever uh, tournaments style voting stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, just to see it in, in like an album format, like what what's what are people going to like better, uh, Rest oh, yeah. in Peace or Master and Puppets? Can you really oh, yeah, vote on that? Can, can you even really make a decision between? I mean, the two? it's already so arbitrary anyway. Yeah. You know, so that's it, it comes up. OK, if it's those two albums, I'm going to pick Rust in Peace. But, but it's just a part. That's why these things are so and then that you know, that's why those things are so personal to people. Music itself. And it depends. Now, it doesn't matter what your genre is. Music, even if it's country or rap or whatever, music is so personal for so many different reasons. You mark measures of time with music, what was going on in your life when these particular things happen to me being someone who's so old. I mean, you know, I go back, I was born in the 60s. I remember, don't really remember listening to music in the 60s. I do remember 70s. I remember disco. I remember the beginning of pop and things like that. So, but anyway, I digress. I got one email that I want to read. I'm not going to read it verbatim because he mentioned some stuff in there. His name is Robert J. He says, enjoy the show, period. Mostly entertaining. I'm blaming 
Cam on the mostly part. What? Yeah, definitely. What? And then he says, um, want to know your favorite band. That kind of led me into that. Um, Robert, I don't really have a favorite band. I have a band of the moment. Um, yeah, same here. I, you know, I'm, I'm, there's, I hearken back to the early days of listening to music. Um, Van Halen and Kiss and Sticks and Queen and the Eagles. I mean, there's so many now, and you know, in, in, in the heavy metal stuff and, and Ozzy Osbourne and things like that. For me, I, I cannot say that I have a have a favorite band. Uh, I hope that doesn't prevent you from listening to the, the Lazy Train anymore. If you really want me to come up with one, you know, I, I will tell you. But you have to reply back after you listen to the podcast. Do you guys have a favorite band? And uh, Cam, you can't mention the one you were in because that doesn't count. I, well, I, I do have a favorite band though, but it wasn't my the band that I was it. in. Uh, I can't say that. Um, but Architects, um, I, I've mentioned it before. You know, I don't listen to them as much as I used to, but they are such a personal band to me. They, they, uh, you know, there, there, there's times. You know, there's people that are super dramatic and say, you know, all oh, music saved my life, and you know power to them like music i would say did kind of save my life in a way it gave me a bit more purpose you know um i got a lot more purpose once i delved into music you know i got into playing guitar met a lot of people made some friends and, and i'm at where i'm at now because of music um maybe not directly but it definitely played a role in, in who i am and no band has had more of an impact on me um, at least in my, I would say probably in my adulthood, maybe not, obviously not so much in, in like my teenage years or whatever, but that all the same, the biggest impact on me, it, it was architects like that band, lyrically, musically, uh, everything just, just, I could listen to all of their albums and word for word. I know every lyric, you know, every, and I'm still finding layers to, to each song. And that's the cool oh, thing about music. Cool. And that, that's, that's one thing that music is is so different from tv or any other art form it, it is is uh the, the fact that if you listen to a song over and over again uh versus watching a, a tv show over and over again you don't really want to watch the same episode over and over again but a song you could wear you're, that you're, song you're out. saying that to people who have watched the office like 10 times okay the office is a little different like that that's so, that's a special case but but I'm just saying, like people tend to to listen to music on repeat more than they would watch a show on repeat. You know, yeah, that's that's fair. Brady, do you do you have a uh, favorite band or not necessarily? Artist? So a lot like you, like my my tastes change literally from day to day to even hour to hour. Um, you know, I like to listen to a lot of off the wall stuff. Um, I'll get on kicks of specific genres and I'll listen to that for a while, and then I go back and forth. I, I mean, really, probably the closest thing I have to a favorite band would probably be System of a Down, just because they're one that I always come back to. But yeah. I mean, seriously, like I, it's the same thing with like movies. Like I just I don't have favorites. It's just whatever I'm feeling at the time. Mm-hmm. Now I will have bands that I'll say they're one of my favorites, but I yeah, can't. That's, I can't that's how I am. That 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 that's that that would be me. I have a list. I mean, I can give you a top ten. Well, you know, I could probably write down 10 albums or 10 bands that are artists, if you will. And they're crazy. And they're not all heavy metal, which I want to, and I, and I got a, a email. I've only got, not that we got that many. 
And, and, and one of them was talking about that. Are we, are, is, is it just heavy metal? Well, you know what? It's a heavy metal centric podcast. That doesn't mean we're not going to, you know, talk about other genres or anything sure. like that. Um, Lemmy said that, you know, it's all rock. Heavy metal is just a tendril from rock music. So, you know, and I, and, and they mentioned something about, uh, you know, we, we, we do a podcast, I think they, something along the lines of a podcast a week on different music. And it's like, well, we know what we're keeping in heavy metal. And, and I appreciate what I think they were just trying to say, are you going to do one on, you know, hard rock and then one on rock? And no, I mean, it's for no other reason that we just kind of, that's our genre. This is our preferred genre of metal. So I apologize, but we're not going to do that. Well, you got to think too, like the, between the three of us, Whenever we're sending each other music, what are we sending each other? Metal usually, so that's kind of it's time. what we're yeah. passionate about. Without I, mean, a doubt. I, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to listen to me talk about hard rock or 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 rap or. Well, I do like some rap, but I mean that's not the point though. It's like it's not what I'm invested in. Yeah, that's a good. I like that. Invested in. That's a that's a good way to put it. Sure. Um, okay, folks, that's our we'll call that our introduction phase. Um, now what we're going to talk about is we have mentioned genres so many different times on this, our third episode. And what we're going to start doing is this is going to be this week is Cam's thing. He's going to talk about, he, I believe you said this was your favorite genre or sub genre. Maybe we should go with, um, it's, I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but it's definitely one that started me out. So it, it was okay. one, I, I did suggest it. Um, and I think it's just a fun one to talk about. It's one to, it, it's a, it's a fun genre even. So okay, but I'll, Cam, I'll let you introduce it. You got 26 seconds. Go. I was going to say, I'll let you introduce it. <laughs> okay. Well, we, like I said, we were mentioning, we, we had talked about genres quite often and that does come up and it, it um, we all have our favorites and what Cam's going to talk about today is thrash, which is one of my two or three favorite genres or sub genres of metal. I'm a huge thrash guy. Um, this, well, where is going to see this summer? I was going to complete the big four and get to see Megadeth. However, things the way they are, that might not happen anytime soon. However, for your knowledge and for your enjoyment, cam and the genre of thrash. Well, so thrash, I appreciate that that loving intro. It's a good one. Um, but I, I don't know. The thing I really like about thrash, and, and though I don't listen to it as much these days, I, I will always appreciate it because it, it is the genre of metal in my mind that uh, that kind of began sharpening the blade of metal, so to speak. You can look at like Iron Maiden and Judas Priest, and they were heavy, right? They were good. They were heavy. They, they were pushing things forward. Uh, love them to death. But what came after them was thrash, you know, with Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer, Exodus, Testament, uh, Pantera, even, uh, you know, all those bands. They had an edge to them that that kind of made metal uh, different, unique, uh, uh, hated by many, but loved by a lot, too. So thrash is really what I feel kind of pushed the genre uh, into where it is today. Like you wouldn't have 
uh, most bands like if it if metal just ended at iron maiden and it wasn't much more uh a variation it'd be kind of you know it'd be still good people would still listen to it but it just wouldn't be as diverse and i think thrash really like opened the floodgates so to speak it was it was the the front horse of the the carriage uh what, what would you say makes thrash like make um, something specifically oh thrash. yeah no so so if fast, you say fast dis- guitar. if you say distorted guitar fast guitar the point four miles to your house and thrash you <laughs> fast guitars like you think of thrash and you're like why is it called thrash well if you if you think about the like the shows from that back then too like people weren't really like moshing much until thrash started right i mean i don't i don't know maybe clyde i think that would be your expertise of, of confirming that but oh shit, <laughs> oh, shit. Sweet, sweet baby jeebus it just happened um you know to be fair i i was in the army for a, the vast majority of that so i wasn't i was never any place there was a whole lot of mosh pits you know colleen texas and bomb holder germany and you know and fort seal oklahoma and turkey and all these other places wasn't the hotbed of heavy metal music so but you know you're right though i mean how many times have you heard a band say you know it was pantera or it was metallica or it was you know megadeth or slayer that made me want to do music. I mean, you just listen. If you listen to where are they now behind the music, rather, if you listen to that, how many of those heavy metal bands from, from in the last 15 or 20 years, how many of them say Metallica was all of them basically. Yeah. Almost Uh, all of them. And and to mention, so to, to add on to the whole thrash thing, I mean, headbanger culture was thrash. Like that's what it was. It was thrash because you're thrashing around, you're moshing, Look at Anthrax, Cotton a Mosh. There's there's a fucking song, Cotton a Mosh. I mean yeah. that that's kind of just thrash right there, um, and and they kind of just wore it on their sleeve. It had its own culture, you know. Everyone ha- they had a uniform that they wore. Essentially, we like- talked about that. We talked about the, the 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 uniform of a heavy metal fan. For the most part, there's a there's a uniform. But we are a tent, which I've mentioned that before. Heavy metal's a tent. You can wear whatever the hell you want, but we do kind of sort of have a uniform. Am I, am I right? I mean, when I go to a heavy metal concert, I'm wearing, chances are highly likely, a black t-shirt. Yeah, jeans, um, black t-shirt with a band on it. There you go. Black. Sometimes a hat. I'm wearing a black. I'm wearing black Baseball chucks. Cap, black. There you go. Well, like, not even, you, know? not, you can just go to, like, Walmart or Target or whatever, and you can spot the metalhead immediately. You know, long hair sometimes if they have hair. <laughs> um, <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Um, Here we go. Um, but a metal metal shirt, you know, like they have a uniform. You know, steel toed boots. They, I'm considered. I'm considering myself one. I'm the, not the, pointing them out as they. The funniest. Ah. The the funniest thing I remember seeing um, regarding like the heavy metal uniform was there was i think it was on facebook and it went kind of viral this this uh this girl went to a slayer concert and made it a mission to take a selfie with every guy she saw that was wearing camo shorts she told me that so often. <laughs> so, she was a and, busy busy lady and it was so <laughs> many there were so I don't many know why why it, why slayer and, and it's just slayer like i don't think of many other bands that have like that's kind of part of slayer fans uniforms is the camo shorts i would say slayer and hardcore Okay, and hardcore. I see a lot of camo and hardcore. Shit. You know, it's just like those pe- those 
rock crazy fans of gore always wear the white shirts and get in the very front row oh well know? yeah so that they can get sprayed with the fake blood ah oh, can i tell my can i tell my gore story yeah sure do it a few years ago me and my good friend mark spencer who he has a link on our website but um me and him and his daughter went to see gore in concert now i came directly from work i was dressed work appropriate not gore heavy metal concert appropriate i had a very expensive button down shirt and if if you don't know who gore is i'm not i, I don't know how to explain it so i'm just gonna let you look them up but they have uh this thing that they do that they squirt blood out of what what do you a double penis cod piece i don't know how to have this got it <laughs> well that and they, they like to like execute you know people who are oh, like they make yes. political statements and yeah they're they're, yeah. they're a band that they're more about the show than the Thank, yes that's music. a good way anyway take a look at youtube go look at some gore videos okay i'm in this concert and i have to be what i thought was about 75 yards away maybe i was at this i was standing off to the side, not anywhere close to the front. And at the time, my head was shaved, much closer it is now. Anyway, out of nowhere, a stream of penis blood struck me, and I was drenched with <laughs> fake blood from, I mean, I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I am. Uh, if I was the only, I could have been in the parking lot and may, maybe not been as far away. And you know, I, 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 did I win? I don't know what the. Uh, it was the shirt survived. Yeah, that's if, if I know a lot of people worried about the shirt. And you're right. I wore a stupid. I wore a very nice shirt to a to to a Gore concert. But you know, anyway. You had to be there. Is that what I'm saying? Anyway, so anything else you got on that one there, Cam? That was my gore story, by the I, way. But if, but by the way, it's a badass show. It was really cool. I, I have to say that if you get a chance, if you don't worry about your shirt, you can sit stand really close. If not, but it's a really neat show. They they have they travel with. I saw like four different bands. So anyway, Cam Thrash. Uh yeah no that that was pretty much it. Um you know I I, I think that Thrash pushed the genre the i mean just the the culture the genre the sound of metal forward um leading into all the other great genres of death metal and black metal and all that good stuff like if you look at a, if you look at a map of heavy metal like you're gonna Which see we discussed yeah, we discussed we, that map exactly and, and thrash kind of started like if you look up i think if you look up like extreme metal on wikipedia or whatever um the first thing is thrash it's like thrash then death metal, then black metal, then blank, blank, blank metal, then blank core, blank, blank this, that, uh, and the other. There's what? What do we? What do we settle on number wise for how many subgenres of metal there is? Brady. Uh, well, the list that I pared down got down to seventy five, but I haven't confirmed that's every single subgenre I know. So that list could grow. Which that is still quite but impressive. Right now, it's at seventy five. Like that's still pretty impressive if you think about it. Like, how many other genres of music have seventy-five subgenres, right? Yeah, true. I mean, like, rock, but yeah, yeah. yeah, but you know, but like Lemmy says, there everything's, and if you want to go with that way, everything is a subgenre of rock. And one thing I just I have to to be 
you know, because it's going to bother me if I don't point this out. And, you know, I live in the space of genres and subgenres. Um, when you were saying what you define as thrash metal, you said fast. While that is technically accurate, I also need to throw in that I think shredding is another big factor there. Because if you're just talking fast metal, you could technically be talking speed metal. So I just, oh, I just to yeah. Good, good, good point. Good point. What is the difference between speed metal and thrash metal? I actually, so I, I, speed off metal the cuff. Is, so speed metal is generally more... At least in my understanding, I'm not like looking it up. This is just off the top of my head. Um, speed metal to me is more technical, you know, so you're playing fast, but it's not as sloppy. Like thrash can be a little sloppy because you're you're grinding, you're shredding, you're you yeah. know, you're, oh, sometimes you're, you're that's better too, right? You're in the groove. Speed metal tends to be more precise, but also speed metal has more like classic metal and classic rock style vocals, okay. whereas thrash you can have a lot a bigger range didn't um do either you guys know the band angel witch no negative okay see whenever you said that that was the first thing that kind of came to mind they were they were pretty precise mm-hmm. i think i think they kind of fall under the umbrella of like new wave of british heavy metal or whatever um, Oh yeah. yeah but they had kind of like that that more classical style uh, vocals and, and very uh i don't know I, I feel like i'm talking out of my ass to be honest but I, I, that was the first thing that came to my mind so i would say a good example to to show like the difference between thrash and speed metal so thrash is going to be like anthrax right sure that's that's classic thrash metal speed metal would be more like the first album from stone sour okay you know where they're playing a lot of really fast riffs and then just clean you know classic singing Okay. There you go, folks. Interesting. This is a 20th anniversary week release from Far Beyond the Driven by Pantera. Oh, wow. March the 22nd of 1994. The year Certified after I was Platinum. born. That's, uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway, we go there. Always about the 1994. I was protecting your young ass. <laughs> Literally. All right. Brady, what you got for us this week, Baron? Um, so this week, are we already going into my, uh, my obscure corner? Your obscure, the Baron's obscure corner. <laughs> so today, again, like, like, I know I keep talking about, I'm going to get obscure. I'm starting off with some that are, aren't quite as many layers deep yet. We'll get there. Cause you know, we're only on the third episode, but this week we're going to talk about math core. So math core is a subgenre of hardcore punk and metal core. Um, that's basically, uh, throws in some math rock on top of it. Uh, it was developed during the 90s. Um, basically, it emphasizes complex and fluctuant rhythms through the use of irregular time signatures and uh, polymeters and tempo changes. Um, usually, the lyrics that you'll hear in it are generally like pessimistic or sarcastic, you know, kind of like point of view, but mostly it's about the music. Um some of the good bands uh, that, that are good examples of mathcore are going to be bands like Converge, uh, Coalescence, and the Dillinger Escape Plan. Oh, I was going to say Dillinger. Yep, yep. Okay. There you go, folks. That will definitely have to be on the uh, liner notes page. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and as always, if you ever want to talk about obscure uh, genres or you think you have one that you want to hear me talk about, and you're like, man, I wonder if he knows about this, email me. I am the Baron at thelazytrain.com. Boom. Knowledge drop. 
and if and we didn't mention this at the at the at the start, there's um, you can do that obviously, and also if you go on to the contact part of our website, www.thelazytrain.com, there is a drop down style email mm-hmm. contact page. You can it's got contests, it's got the top five. We didn't we didn't do the top five this week, but we'll catch up on it next week because we have a lot of things to talk about. Yeah, contact us, folks. Send us an email. That is literally free. We won't charge you anything to email us. If you send a if you send a dumbass email, I will reply. I've I've replied (laughs) to one. He was being negative. He wanted me to read it on the air. I'm not even going to give you the satisfaction to mention your name. I personally flamed him, but that's as good as it gets. And he knows who he is. If you're listening to it, you're doing us a favor. So thank you. Anyway, um, now what we're going to talk about. Make the teacher toe there. You know what you did. (laughs) You know what you did. Um, Now, in lieu of everything that's going on in our our great nation, which, by the way, we're winning in COVID-19 cases now. We took the lead from uh, China. And Italy, for that matter. So, Team USA. Um, I come up with the idea. Me and we were talking about the other day at work virtually, since we don't work in the same location, which is another thing. So, we do not. We're not in the same room. Which I don't know if anybody can notice that. Oh, I had one email that said that we sound like we're in the same. We sound like we're we're in different rooms, and we are. We're all in our. We're all in our homes. We use we use software to do this. We're all talking real time. It's all recorded real time, but we are not breaking we don't need the governor to come bust in on us we are in our own, own separate homes we are staying at home so to speak so in in lieu of the if everything that's going on right now i the idea popped up you know if you had one album it well what is your your stay at home social distancing you get one album one album only it can't be a compilation. It can't be a greatest hits. Doesn't matter what genre. It doesn't matter. It could be jazz. It could be sixties country. Which, are, if it is, we're going to have long discussions. But anyway, I'm going to throw it to Cam first. What is your one album? All right. So I would have to say, "All Our Gods Have Abandoned Us" by Architects. It's pretty pessimistic, uh, mind you. Um, I really like that album. Mainly, um, it just has so much meaning behind it you know like the lyrics um i would say fun fact but it's not a fun fact um the primary songwriter guitarist uh wrote all the songs wrote all the lyrics basically uh did everything uh except for like the singing and the the drums and stuff um but he he wrote all the music right um his his twin brother is the drummer another thing to note uh he wrote this album battling skin cancer and released the album they toured um and unfortunately he passed shortly after this album was released um so it's pretty emotional album like you can feel like in the lyrics wow. just what that dude was going and that's through. what you want to listen to <laughs> yeah wallowing in self-pity and doubt yes because i don't know there's a connection there and i think that i think in times of crisis like this having that you know, that, that connection is helpful. I I don't know, at least for me, that's how I work. Well, well, you know, I've always heard that, you know, if, if you're down, it's either find someone that's lower than you are. So you can go, Oh, I ain't that guy. Or you just kind of go the other way with it, you know, because I'm going to do mine next. 
and then we're going to let Brady finish it off today. Mine, after much consideration, and I went through, I probably, I wrote down like a bunch of albums. And then I started crossing them off the list. And then, and actually I listened to this album, put it on my record player. And I thought, you know what? This is the one. And it's Van Halen, 1984. Nice. Um, yeah, they get a lot of crap for it being, they use a lot of synthesizer in there, but you know what? Eddie Van Halen is still playing that fucking guitar. David Lee Roth is still swaling away and, and the boys are still in, that's, you know, that is just the, the album cover with the little angel smoking a pack of cigarettes. Come on, man. How that's just, I mean, you can list off the songs, jump Panama, top Jimmy, drop dead legs, hot for teacher. I'll wait. I mean, that's like five or six badass. A House of Pain was really good. That was a really, really good song. That I don't think a lot of people give a whole lot of, I don't know, credence to because there was already so many songs on that album that was just so ridiculously awesome. So, you know, that was my, I was torn between that and I'll go ahead and give my, it was going to be Blizzard of Oz. I had that. Yes, it was like right there. And it's just like, oh, which one? You know what? And and it boiled down to I can almost sing every damn lyric to every song on Van Halen 1984. That was our class album because I was a class of 84. Yes, I'm old. I understand that. But yeah, that's mine. 1984 Van Halen. Brady, the ball's in your court, my friend. Well, in typical fashion, I don't follow instructions well. And I have two. <laughs> what? I had three, but I managed to narrow it down to two. So at least I've got that going for me. Um, Proud of you, brother. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I, I can't just, just pick one because I just, that's not how I work. Um, the, the first one is one that I've actually mentioned on the show before. Um, it is uh, by a band called Kodot. And the album is called Coffins on Io. And it is a avant-garde um, album. It's a concept album. And the idea is it's very heavily inspired by a dystopian future like Blade Runner. And the concept is it's the music you listen to on the radio while driving through the wasteland. Um, so it's all very you know that, chill, that, very... that describes it. You could, that is such a, you know what? I, you can almost, I can almost hear it. It's, it's one of those that like, I heard it and just something clicked in my head. And I was like, I love everything about this. And it's kind of apropos right now. Mm-hmm, I mean, for sure. 35 is almost like a wasteland. I mean, it's crazy. Oh yeah. And then the other one, because again, I don't follow instructions. Um, <laughs> the other one I have is this is the second album by Adabisi Shank and the band is Adabisi Shank. They only have three albums and their albums are titled. This is the first album. This is the second album. And this is the third album. See, I love that. That's just awesome. I mean, you know what? That's just, you know what? You guys should go out and buy that just because they had the ball sack to do that. They're a, they're a very fun band. They're basically instrumental math rock slash metal. See, see genres, people genres. So there we have it, folks. Anybody got anything they want to throw out there before we wrap it up today? Yeah, um, I got one other thing to say. I think that one thing that I re- uh, that I really like about metal, and since it seems like today's podcast was a lot about genres, a lot of genre talk, right? So the cool thing about metal to me is that you have so many different flavors. Like it's like going to an ice cream shop with all these different flavors, and you can have whatever you want. 
And to me, I think that makes metal the most unique genre of music is that you have all these options. Like you can listen to nothing but death metal and have plenty to choose from. Or if you don't even like death metal, if you don't like screaming, once again, you've got plenty to choose from. There's so much out there. Power metal. You've got, you know, thrash metal doesn't really have like screaming as it's known in death metal. Right. So like if, if you're one of those people that that are adverse to, to screaming, like there's so much metal out there so much. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I had to say. Brady, any last parting wisdom? Um, I mean, kind of along the same lines, you know, is no matter how bad things may get, no matter how, you know, lost we may seem, music is always there for you, man. Um, I mean, if you if you just need to feel something, there's music out there to do it, you know, just just reach out and find it. Makes sense to me. Um, that's, that's a wrap folks. 40 something minutes of your time. Once you, once we will, we'll save it down a little bit. Cause you know, we know you're just pressed for time nowadays. Um, don't forget the website. Don't forget our Twitter. We got the album going away. Once we, once we hit a hundred subscribers, you're going to get vinyl for free. You literally just have to click follow. That's all you got to do. I'm not going to beat it. that deal. You can't beat that deal. Free you is literally the price. Exactly. It is. It really is. Especially in these times. See how they're so willing for me to give my stuff away. But I want to. I want to give you this album. And then once again, it's Power Trip, Nightmare Logic. Listen to it. It's really badass. Okay, folks, that's it. And as we always wrap it up, never make excuses for the music you listen to or the people you love. Thanks. Good night.